to Bleed TV, the podcast, the best shows on TV. And I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. Uh, and we're hitting that Preacher. This is the season finale, episode 10. It was called... Call and Response. Call and Response. Uh, any credits on director, or is this another nah. no credit? I think it was Bleed TV. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we threw out this directorial. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, I do not want to put my acting or directing chops on this one yet. Sorry. Am I, am I bleeding my opinion too early? Possibly. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll go ahead and say, um, episode, it started off great and had a lot of sorts of it, but then there was a big part or two that just really was kind of a Debbie Downer for me. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know about y'all, but I struggled for a good part of this episode. I have no idea what to think about this episode. Uh, <laughs> I actually watched Talking Preacher for the first time ever, oh. just so I could understand and be sure of some things. How'd that go for you? Well, I mean, it answered my questions at least. Everybody in Anvil's dead, so all those characters we spent the whole season getting to know, dead. Yeah. So, I'm slightly mean, disappointed in that, I guess I'd say. Well, well yeah, I mean, considering that I actually was invested with a few of those characters. <laughs> I was definitely invested. I mean, I had high bets going on King Cannon living. Oh, no. And, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, no, you, you switched your tune yeah. last week. Uh, how about yeah, Emily true. and her children? Uh, she, she was uh, right, right, Emily. Is that off. just fluff? I mean, give me a break. I mean, I mean she became a lot more savage than I thought she was going to be. Donnie, Donnie, and His Dorothy. Spanking? I mean, Abraham come on. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. sorry, man. I just like it got dark quick. very quick and very the end. I just like, I mean, we had to watch the bus driver get filleted before the town went up in a poof. That, that was super or? dark. Like, kebobbed <laughs> yeah. uh, by little kids yes well little girls that three are... or four little girls uh yes i'm in my opinion was all over the map there was some parts i was really enjoying i like certain things were some twists i thought it was kind of cool and so on but the whole church scene i was struggled with that i struggled with like you said losing everybody at the end uh, i struggled with the i mean I don't know, man. I mean, I understand why they did it. We end up basically coming to anybody who's comic book nerd to realize that this whole thing was just a prequel to the comic books. Now we're to the comic books where they kind of start, you know? Yeah. And so it's kind of curious that they went that direction. Yeah, but I don't want to totally hate on the episode because there were a few sections of this episode I really enjoyed, such as, like, the sheriff and Cassidy in the jail cell. Really enjoyed that. Um I think, I, I think it was the best part of the episode, to be honest with you. Well, it probably was. But, I mean, most times, anytime Cassidy's on the screen, it's best part of the episode. <laughs> um, but I liked um, when they actually take Carlos out of the trunk and hand him a gun and like <laughs> yeah. give him a chance. And you see they just beat the it's shit fa- out of him. It's fair now. <laughs> yeah. It's fair now. Yeah. Well, at first I thought they were like going to unleash Cassidy on him. Yeah. Like, oh, give him the gun. At least give him a chance. You know yeah. what I mean? And I figured Cassidy would attack him or something. But... Uh, no, it was up there just going to beat the hell out of him. But, Which so, I'm a little sad it was off screen. Because, I mean, we know how good of a fighter Jesse is and everything, and that would have been a fun thing to yeah, see. Yeah, I'm right there with you. See, to me, that was a little bit of a letdown. Like, I think it led to a, it had a lot of great anticipation by everything they did. Like, he was going to go out there and do it. He wasn't. Yeah. Tulip had to change of heart, the back and forth, and this dynamic. And then all of a sudden, he's like, all right, now we're going to do this. And I'm like, all right, we're going to get another scene like him and Donnie, you know? Yeah. And... Wah, wah, wah. You know, all you know. see is the guy come around with his face look like a meatloaf. You but know? I mean, the the build up for it before where Tulip just wanted him to have the thought, 
and then she's like, "No, no, you're gonna mess up my axle. No, the splatter. Yeah, I, you're gonna you're gonna mess my axle <laughs> up with oh, that round. Really? I mean, I don't know. I kind of thought it was a really excellent fade to black moment. You know? Yeah, but I mean, for finding out that he was the cause of this miscarriage and stuff, I would have loved to see the beat down. Uh, yeah, so am I supposed to believe that because the car drove away, she had an emotional moment causing a miscarriage? I mean, because um, she built over like, oh, the baby. And was that the miscarriage moment? No, I think it was because the he sh- released the cop. The cop obviously called it in. Jesse had to kill the cop. Jesse had to shoot the cop. They had just gotten over the uh, lady in the tramp, but with the butt. And so, I mean, there was a lot of built up emotion in in that scene. Yeah, I mean, and Carlos cuts out when you know the police are coming, and he's your getaway guy, you know, then you're screwed, you know what I mean? So, it's a pretty emotional moment. And they're robbing a bank. I don't know. <laughs> no, not, not enough stress? Well, I, I just, it made me feel like the, the way she bent over, like it was pain, mm-hmm. you know, like, like she'd been kicked in the gut and had a miscarriage right there, the way she belted over, to me, you know, it's one thing to get mad and angry that your getaway driver just kind of, you know, ran off and... You know, you had to grease somebody. I get all that. But she made it look like it was physical pain to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm off with that. It's just, my wife was watching with me, and she's like, so did she just drop the baby right there? And I was like, I don't know if she just <laughs> dropped it. She didn't look like she carried much, you know. I don't know. I mean, supposedly stress is one of the worst things for pregnancy. So that's I mean, pretty extreme stress. I mean, that, that went from cussing to bending over going, oh, the baby. I mean, come on. I, mean, I don't know. I'm not going to beat it up, but the only thing worse <laughs> in this scene to me was uh, Jesse's haircut. You know. Oh, you don't like the mullet? <laughs> oh, my God. The Da Vinci Code? You like to call it? <laughs> I mean, his hair is atrocious. <laughs> I'm talking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like Travolta 2.0 off, you know, oh, correction. <laughs> but much worse. <laughs> much worse. Much worse. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This, this whole scene was kind of a trip to me because they're – playing around in the safety deposit box room and uh, i mean how long were they yeah. in that safe did not that many the boxes you know with crowbars I and mean, just nothing quick at all i mean <laughs> i didn't and, like that and to find that enormous play toy it was oh, awful man. that was the double-ended fist i oh, mean uh, I, I mean, mean, as soon as you see her, just like Seth Rogen. I'm exactly. Well I was like <laughs> Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. I know how this got in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't help during the entire episode. They're going, to, they're doing the sausage party promos yeah. multiple times. You know, like, I want to get in your bun, baby, and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. <you know? laughs> yeah, no. Um, this did have a lot of Rogen written oh, on it. Oh man, it was it was contaminated all over it. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say that because I think he probably has a lot of elements to the show that I really like. You know, this was just more. This you gotta admit, this is the most out there this show has ever gotten. Uh, yes, by far. And yeah. it, this show is already way out there, and it kept on going. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, the imposter god uh, in the church. When, oh. Okay, was that Joseph Gilgan? Was that Cassidy playing God? Because he looked exactly like him to me. I, I don't know. I didn't get that. No, I, I mean, I, I'm I assuming that. Joseph Gilgan actually has an Irish accent. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know. But I mean, I thought uh, they just slapped a white beard on him, and because you could see oh, like the you, black you, hair or the hair looked like he put his finger in a light socket. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh no, I think they did that on purpose, obviously, to make oh, yeah. it look like a cheesy hair and beard. I mean, because you could see the black hairline, and I was like, the second that the 
what looked to be the 80s dish TV warm up <laughs> over the <laughs> over the pulpit was yeah. uh, the immediate go of oh my god no they did not just go <laughs> they're there. doing this <laughs> they're doing this <laughs> they're actually going to put it up there yeah you know yeah, I mean it was a pure projector screen now the funny thing is, is I absolutely loved the, him doing the phone call for like eight minutes going to <laughs> oh it, yeah that know? was good that, that was, was hilarious good. to me I was like oh how many times is he going to push the button and I loved um, Donnie's wife the Dorothy oh yes um, teaching him you know like oh well, this is speakerphone <laughs> yeah, this is the uh, <laughs> this is video conference video conference right here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the hand obviously goes right here. Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, you know, I was just like, good on you know. Yeah, they give her a good part. It. Exactly. You know. Yeah, she had a great episode. She really, you know what? I mean, she became a really likable character, only to die in a horrible, horrific explosion in towards the end. Well, you know, Tulip just busts her nose up. Oh, oh lord! And but then to have her have the scene. Where I thought she legitimately was ratting out Preacher. Yeah, I know it. And then, you yeah. know, you see him pop out of the trunk and stuff. I was like, oh, that was a great scene. Oh, her. it was. It just, in her, like, you don't even see Preacher's face clearly. You just see his hairdo pop out of the trunk. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's great cinematography. That is, that's, that's quality stuff right there. Yeah. You know, but some of this other stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. like, the guy who's handling the methane, you know, and he's like, I want to get frisky tonight. We're just going to end up going to the movie. <laughs> no, I didn't say dirty. I yeah, said frisky. frisky. <laughs> yeah, I was like... You remember when you did that thing? No, that'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> anything, with you, anything with you is fun, honey. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, to see him with homegirl and the ball in her mouth and she's pressing all these buttons and everything. Are we going to assume he just died happy right there? Yes. Uh, no, it looks like he died, had yeah. a heart attack. <laughs> the smile. At climax. And, uh, the way we yeah. all want to go out. Yeah. <laughs> Living like a champion. <laughs> I mean, you can't go. complain. Good really. to know. You know, you're woman with, woman with a ball in her mouth, and you, you doubt the smile. That's hey. good to know. You know, you know, you ain't happy. <laughs> you didn't hear her complaining. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you went there. Yeah, you went there. And so, but yeah, like I said, this but, this thing was all over the map. Now, are y'all playing spot the mascot the whole episode? Okay, the, the which Indian, one? Both. Because you know, they were. Like at first they're appearing separately, and then like towards the last thirty minutes, it was both of them inseparable. That's one thing I'm gonna miss is that you know the random, mm-hmm. you know the mascot in his full costume at the most random locations of the entire episode. They put him in every episode. All right, the prairie dog. Yeah, they yeah. put him in every episode. So I thought at some point he was gonna lead to some major thing at the end. Like he pulls his head off and he's one of the demons or something. Yeah, well, I thought um, it might be a major reveal of a character, you know, or right. something. Um, no. but to end up just being. The, the hanging tree, gay lover of the Indian that he's replacing as a mascot, just to be hung in the tree with him was like, well, that was a strange turn, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, that was anticlimactic. Yes, um, yeah. I like I said, some of those things didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like why that was put in there. What what was the significance of that? Well, I mean, do we think that there's still any significance to this tree? Because I mean, they still hung themselves off of this tree that hung. You know, I, I think it was a good just kind of juxtaposition of the. That's where the Native Americans were hung from, and then you see a mascot. Uh, yeah, you know. I think that was all it was. I don't think it, that tree was the same significance as the one from the past. I don't know. I just don't get that vibe anymore after what like what you just said. Well, it's like, why are they removing Indians and stuff like that as mascots? Yeah. Because of how persecuted Native Americans were. 
And then cash, should know, cash should know this well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really, Cash. Great, uh, great education. <laughs> you know, uh, so, you know, to now, to do the same thing, you know, with the mascot and stuff like that, you know, I think it just shows, like, how politically correct and kind of crazy the world's gotten. Yeah, their own little twisted way of yeah. showing the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I still want to hope that this tree's holding out something because this is where our cowboy comes back, you know, and Ratwater. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, so, gonna, I'm gonna cross that bridge there at the end. I, I don't. See, I'm not sure they're ever gonna come back to rat, to, to Anvil Ratwater. You know what I mean? No, I, I, yeah, I just I think it, this puts Anvil and everything in the rearview mirror. Everything is gonna be about where they go and get new landscapes from here out, which Sex I think is pretty cool. Yeah, well, I mean, the bottom line is is now your new mission is to go find God. I mean, that's limitless to where they could go and end up and what the storyline could take them. Pretty much. You know, that's that's something that's exciting for the future of that. But, I mean, the episode itself, I mean... But are you as excited for the future of this series without knowing for sure whether or not the two angel characters are coming? Because, first off... Did, We're missing one. Did We're homie die one. for yeah. good? Can, if he gets killed in hell? Yeah, if you get killed in hell, do you come back to life? You know, because dude's alone at the end at the Breaking Bad scene. You know which, what I mean? Uh, which is very disappointing. So, I'm hoping... That that's just showing, you know, sad face of that guy, and he's back up. But I want to see them two together again. Yeah. And I hope their future characters still chasing Genesis. You know what I mean? Um, Is Genesis God? I mean, we were told it's a power more powerful than God, but God's missing. No, because I know that preacher, the comic book. This is what it's about. Yeah. It's about them hunting God who's abandoned heaven. All right. So. I know that's not the case, but there's just a few characters, like, if they're not going to continue, I'll be really, you know, disappointed. Well, that's like you said. I mean, when they killed everybody at Anvil, there were several people that I, I'm going to be upset that I don't get to see anymore. I mean, like, you, you came back to our vet. My favorite season was the Sheriff and Cassidy. I really think the Sheriff was a key player. Oh, I, yeah. I really enjoyed him. You know, and now that, you know, I'm not a fan, like, Eugene, Arseface, whatever, is just a... A vision. Know, a vision is kind of strange. Well, I think we're going to find him along the way, and he's going to join this traveling circus. Well, I hope it's sooner than later, because if they keep the vision thing up, that's going to, I think that's going to get old quick. Yeah. Um, but then, like I said, I think Emily, I th- that really kind of surprised me. I'm not going to lie to you. I really thought they were, they created a lot for that character just for her to go up in a smoke, you know, without any climactic ending. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she was fighting for Jesse, and we had clearly given to Jesse. So, I mean, there was really no more purpose for Emily to serve. I would agree with that, but I mean, like, just to be killed off screen, like with every other fluff, I mean, that was kind of surprising. When they put so much investment into that character, that and Kincaid or Kincaid or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think the investment for Emily was just for the big reveal last week that she was willing to kill the mayor. I mean, I think that was her big reveal. I mean, they turned every character. Into a killer, basically. a killer. You know what I mean. So it's like, you know, and then to find out that God's abandoned heaven, so there's no repercussions for what you're doing. You know what I mean. That's why everybody was going just haywire at the end there. Um, I don't know. I think that was just to lead into that almost. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the sheriff, you know, strangles the angel chick. He has no idea. Emily killed the mayor. Donnie's a lunatic. Uh, just flip-flopping back and forth of what he yes. wants to be. Um, you know, so I think they just kind of introduced some characters that maybe started off on good paths 
and then went dark and then the whole town went dark you know yeah you know what's what, what surprises me is is that we found out that genesis was not a main character for over half this season no you realize like genesis was an important thing for the first three or four episodes and then it disappeared, like him using his power very much, or even in on a camera or anything. Until this episode, we get to see like two sprinkles of it, and that was it. I mean, like we never know. fully explored everything. Sending Arseface mm-hmm. to hell. Well, I'll give you that one thing, but I'm not like you don't see him using it. You know what I mean? Like that was an accident. You know what I mean? But your thing is, is like <clears throat> once he sent Eugene to hell. He was gun-shy after that. You know what I mean? He didn't want to use it anymore. Understandably so. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I get that. I'll, I'll take that at value. I mean, I just... I think he's going to use it a lot more in this upcoming season. I think, yeah, you think he has to, to be able to create or to create a situation to where they're actually going to have a, a productive search, if whatever you want to call it that, yeah. you know. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's going to be quite interesting. What What do you think about Ken Cannon's... Oh, like, his uh, meat, meat daughter. daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hashtag meat daughter. Yeah. Um, uh, creepy. Super yeah. creepy. You know, just to have that one bucket that had the one handprint of like 100% pure ground beef, Angus or whatever. I was like. And he and had ordered the, the same jacket oh, that she was in. Man. And, and then him get in front of the church and go, there's only one God, the meat God. I'm like, <laughs> God oh, <of> meat. crickets. <laughs> <laughs> well, then him going up to the God, is my Lucy Lou, is my whole family up there with you? Uh, oh, yeah. 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 They're here. <laughs> of course she <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> All right, did any of y'all ever consider this guy to be like the real image? Not at I all. was like, the second uh. it popped up with an image, I was like, no way. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, Bobby, I love how strong he came out, which is, I am the Alpha and the, the Omega. Omega. <laughs> I was like, oh, he was trying real hard <laughs> yes yeah you were all saved i was like oh well, and then the girl asking you know a common question of people questioning religion and stuff like that you know why do bad things happen to good people and he like releases this yeah. pretty decent answer i mean he really did it you was know, like getting yeah. all emotional you know like, and then you start to think, like, you're like wait a minute surely this is yeah. not who they got playing god <laughs> yeah really and then of course it hits the fan you oh know? yeah it's tulip's like, like okay. told you was a white dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, there was some good comedy in there, you know, but I'll just be honest with you. I'm, I mean, I, I'm a religious person, you know, and I believe, and to see, it's, uh, you know, this fictitious image, <laughs> it immediately erodes the potential of the entire scene, you oh, know, yeah. and I think that, I think a lot of people struggle with that, you know, and just to have that, I, I think the, the scene was just impossible to fathom, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think that was what was so difficult to make it enjoyable, you know? I don't know. I enjoyed it. It was just this kind of like took me like like Monty Python type stuff. It very yeah. much so. That's a great you know reference. I mean? Meaning a life type, you know. Yeah, really. It's like watching clouds move a little bit, you know, yeah. with mouth. I, you know that it really brought me back to that place, which is like ultra slapsticky. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? I mean, if I saw, British humor. All I know is if I saw asses come up with horns out of them, you know, and making sounds out of them, or coconuts like, just in the background. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm sorry. It would have been great. Yeah. I mean, uh, but I mean, I loved even the end where he ends up using Genesis on yeah, the like, God, and he's like, no, no, he made me do it. He made me say it. And yeah. then like, you just see it being ripped off the chair. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I don't. Um, and he was kind of afraid. Yeah, because he didn't know what know? Genesis was. So, I mean, yeah. we know it's the, our two angels were correct, and not a lot of people know what this is. And Jesse just 
Well, I mean, I guess kind of let the cat out of the bag, really. Even though everyone died, but I mean, I guess yeah, those really. people in heaven now know that Genesis is a thing, right? Well, you know, you bring that up. Um, all right, so the the chick angel, you know, the badass like that, she just shows up at the end to grab the telephone well, and do that's her it. telephone, right? Yeah, and. I mean, well, I wanted to ask this, dude. Why, what was the significance of her timing? I mean, because she remember she got killed last episode. Yeah, and just to be, I mean, everybody knew where the preacher was going to be. I mean, why didn't she show yeah, up? Why there? wasn't she there? You know, that was a, that kind of perplexed me a little bit because they still work in secrecy. You know what I mean? He, she can't just show up. And in front well, of all these people. She showed up in front of the diner. She magically appeared and got her head blown off in front of the diner. And then was a part of a at least but, 80 body count <laughs> in a motel. But nobody saw that. Well, I mean, mm. she showed in, in the diner, there was a good chance that she would have been seen. Yeah. I mean, she still waited till they left to go outside. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I, I don't know. I just thought it was very interesting, you know. And realistically, okay, what... All right, so are we to believe that the two angels went to hell, grabbed the guy off of Ratwater, you know, mm-hmm. and their goal is for him to come back to kill Jesse so that they can earn their way back into heaven's well, good grace? Preacher. So, I mean, they didn't even necessarily name Jesse. They just said the preacher. So, to kill a preacher. Yeah. So, I mean, they weren't even necessarily good in that sense. I don't is know. That, is, that what we're, is that what we're spelling out? Is that he's the next bounty hunter? You know, I mean, hell's bounty hunters after but I mean, the preacher we also, now? We also need to know. Is, I think so, because I think that's what I remember from the comic story is that, you know, there's a, a old cowboy chasing them, you know, that's a bounty hunter, basically. <clears throat> well, I mean, I think a strong question that needs to be brought up is, does the bounty hunter, if he kills you, do you come back to a life? Because we don't know if she does. Well, judging by what we've seen him kill, nothing's come back, including yeah. the one angel. Well, and possibly her, who's the second angel. Yeah, because she so, took quite a cannon hole. Okay, yeah. <laughs> her. Let's, let's go ahead and be honest with ourselves with our special effects. This is where they went to the whole, the quick and the dead scene. <laughs> yeah. Let's get a big enough hole where you can see through it, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I was like, oh. I liked, I liked it. I mean. Glorious. I didn't. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I didn't at all. Because, I mean, like, you see him kill 70 people in a bar. You know, and he's shooting them with the same six shooters. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, you see the blood effect, and they fall to the ground like that. And then you see home chick right here who takes one who looks like an entire Bud Light can went through her chest because it's such <laughs> big, it's so big, and no, so you can see his promo. head through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, no. I mean, the only thing missing was Sharon Stone wielding a you know a gun from the hip. You know, I mean, I'm just <laughs> yeah. Gene Hackman uh, taking it exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and so, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it was cool, a cool effect, but I think it went past the really good special effects they've done for the entire season to go to something I think is kind of generic for them. Cheesy. Yeah. I mean, a I like cheesy because it, it was the end of the season, and so like that was just kind of like the final. Well, I think it was a cool way to introduce your villain for next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we lost our villain in a giant methane explosion with his god of meat. But, you know. Yeah. Um, but see, that's another thing. You know, um, Kim Cannon, he was a great bad guy to me. I mean, I not really so much a bad guy. I think he had a lot of potential. You know, just to go up in a poof of smoke, you know. Really cool special effects to see the church get blown away like mm-hmm. it was. I thought that was pretty impressive. Uh, blown away then sucked back was awesome. Yeah, you know, you I was. Re- that. 
I was really impressed. They spent the money to make that look that cool. Yeah. No, I love that. <clears throat> I would I, like to see more of the city get leveled. Yeah, no joke. That would have been cool. That would have been really, really cool. Um, so, you know, that's why I say I keep going back to the whole deal. We spent so much time for 10 episodes investing in a lot of really cool, unique characters. And this church. I mean, there was yeah. we didn't understand the significance of the church yet. And we still don't. Do we even have an idea who killed his dad? No. Not yet. You know, I thought that was going to be a revelation. And by does now. it matter at this point? Yeah, really, because the church is gone and anything that's associated with him is gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, there, it's just as many answers that we were given. We were given twice as many new questions of why this, why that, why we were not given this, you know, those kind of things. Yeah, I think that's going to be it, though. It's like, why weren't we told these things? Because I'm not sure they're going to answer all the questions. I don't think they care to. No. They're just moving on to the next. Yeah. The only Any coincidence that they went to go get fries at the same time the entire town goes go boom? And how about yeah. them leaving town to get fries? And Jesse actually listening to what Tulip wants for them to get the fries. Yeah. Um, Convenience, maybe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I could have probably come up with a different reason to be out of town for something. Don't know. But French fries, I guess, is what they decided to go with. And I was a little let down that uh, Cassie was really only wearing a baseball cap. And it was pretty sunny out. Uh, there was no. two or three scenes where he's in a church and the sun's on his yeah. face. And I was like, um, he should be on fire. We, we've seen what happens when sunlight touches this guy. You said the baseball cap, but he's clearly carrying around a giant black umbrella. You okay. don't notice that? I, I did notice he was wearing an umbrella, but for some reason... But you know as well as I do, he had a sun yeah. on his face while he's in the church. And that uh, umbrella wasn't open glass, in the man. back of the car. Stained glass, SPF 1000. <laughs> 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 Hold on, i got to clean this off the floor. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. I mean, I think it was just a miss. They just didn't realize or something. <laughs> I'm sorry, if stained glass prevents the sun... <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> Some hellified stained glass, uh, man. Well, and, man. You know, it's pretty well done. <laughs> Churches know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lowering yeah. those energy bills, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think we've hit pretty much the major parts of the episode. What do you think of the season overall as a collective preacher? How does it rank? Where does it compete with? How does it go from here? I don't really think it's in any kind of genre category with any other show really <laughs> no. i mean we talked about that earlier in this early in the season that we didn't know how to label this show and that was something that kind of hurt it i don't know i think it kind of stands alone so it kind of sets itself apart too you yeah know? i mean i don't have anything to compare it to if i were to say a comparison based on what amc produces how would you say it does on that it's uh... not breaking bad but it's, it it's closer to that than Mad Men. I mean, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, come on. Don't, don't talk about Mad Men, okay? I mean, that's just straight drama. I mean, that's it's completely different. You know, no sci-fi, no no horror. Yeah, but if you're talking about AMC, that's true. That's I'll the give you show that. that created them. I understand. I, I got you. Um, better or worse than Walking Dead? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I think it's probably worse, but I think like as a story-wise, it's probably a little bit better. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it has a. What grips me about Preacher is it has a completely unique storyline that has mm-hmm. never been scratched before. So that right there gives it a leg up on a lot of shows, acting and characters throughout. 
really Cassidy is about my main guy. Yeah. Tulip, you know, after episode Jesse one. Jesse came on a lot stronger towards the end. Yeah, a lot stronger towards the end. I mean, I just, we've got seven seasons of Walking Dead to fall in love and be completely incompassionate with and to hold on yards. And yeah. How dare if anybody dies, you know, <laughs> and hold on yards. And uh, Yeah, but that's just attachment. I it, mean, it is. Cassidy but, floors. The writing for Cassidy and his acting dominates anybody on The Walking Dead. I can't. name a character that compares. I can name several, but I'm a fan. So. Yeah. <laughs> Rick can't even pronounce his own son's name. So. Bias. Bias. I'm just being honest. You know what I mean? I'm just a diehard for one. You know what I mean? I but I really did like Preacher. I really did. I really think it was a good show. I really enjoyed. I'm really happy we potted it. I'm really kind of really intrigued where it can go because now it has a limitless. Do we think possibilities? Them leaving Anvil opens the show up to be better next season. I think it's fifty fifty, because like I said, we had such such a really cool array of characters. Are we going to be able to get the same kind of array of characters on a moving platform? I mean, I think that's going to either vault this into a different stratosphere or completely sink it. Because we're not going to have, like you said, uh, characters that we get to fall in love with. We just have our three main characters. Right. And does this mean the next season is just going to move on to another town and we stay there the entire time? Or is it going to be in constant motion? I think it'll be more motion. I think the season will succeed if they bring back the angel pair. You know, we get We get more cowboy. You know, or they call them, they call them something on Talking Preacher, the Saint of Death or something like that. It's mm-hmm. a great name. Um, if they continue with those characters, I think it has a better chance of succeeding. I hope they introduce more of those kind. Well, I want to see more from, you know, we got, we got a Hell character now, so I doubt we're going to see demons or anything like that. Right. Um, At least this early on. Right. And But I really want to see the two angels. I want to make sure that the angel chick the whatever the archangel T two you know yeah she's right. totally T2. toast yeah yeah um so I like my three main characters Tulip got a little better towards the end of the season to me she did you know, she dragged a little bit in the middle there but I think she picked up quite a bit here at the end um and so did Jesse Cassie's yeah. wonderful um so I'm okay with them three but I I really do I'm seriously attached to the two angel characters. I know. Yeah, I'd be really upset because I think, believe it or not, them together is better than any one of them. Oh yeah. no! It requires their it requires the yin the, and yang. Yeah, know? the duel. So they're playing off of each other too much. Yeah, exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. Now the other two, the tall one's my favorite. Well, he's you know, dim. Yeah, yeah, he's a dim bulb. But yes, I mean, he's I mean, a, but he'll do what it takes. Yeah. So. I mean that's always a good thing. Yeah, about he's him. A, he's a unique, he's super unique character, and I'm hoping they create more like that. Yeah. The only thing I can say about the episode that I literally my ribs were hurting was to see Tom Cruise ashes being skyrocketed space. space. <laughs> I'm talking, I mean my ribs were dying. My wife's like, "What's so funny?" I was like, "They, they have hit this over and over yeah. and over again the entire season. All they keep punning Tom Cruise." Oh, I mean the fact that they. Kept him going throughout the entire season. It was just great to see. Them. I mean, we got to see him explode and talk about his memorial and his ashes and then he comes back. Rogan and Goldberg, two Jewish guys, 
just crushing Scientology right now. Yes, <laughs> just over and over. There must have been some issue yes. back in the day. Because, uh, yeah, they just keep just slamming. <laughs> they on. were beating it down, son. It was hilarious. But I loved it. I loved it, you know. And the fact that they actually panned in, showed the screen. Yeah. Like, it wasn't an Easter egg. It was no, like, no, yeah. this is happening. This is important. <laughs> this is important. Yes. I, I look forward to more of that, too. Yeah, you know, subtle humor. Yeah, yeah, that subtle stuff. That very so. cool subtle stuff. I, yeah, I really hope they can keep it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good stuff. So if you had to give a rating, just to kind of wrap it up, if you had to give a rating of a 10 star, where would you put Preacher? If you were giving a recommendation to somebody else. I mean, I'd put it somewhere in the eights, in all honesty. Just because it was so different. I'm I, a seven and a half guy. I call it a seven, but I could push it to an eight just because there's nothing else like it on television. Amen, right there. Seven and a half to eight is what I would say as well. And so, uh, man, great season, great so on. Uh, what do we got? What else is going on right now for Bleed TV coming down the future? Well, Cash, what are you working on right now? I'm still working on Mr. Robot, enjoying that show. You know, we're doing it with our new host, Larissa. And then I think coming up next, we've got a little more Netflix. And yeah. Walking Dead's coming rapidly. Not Walking fear. Dead. Fear. I have no fear. We will not be going back to it. Don't fear. We will not cover fear. Oh, especially, did you hear Ruben Blades? They, they did kill him off and everything. I was like, oh! Don't care. Didn't watch it after the last season. I know. Trash. Trash. Yes. And I've seen their promo for the next season, and I am feeling bad for it. Oh, oh man. man. It's like it's like Negan 2.0, just south of the border. But yeah. Kirkman did do Outcast. Now, we didn't pot it. I think it's almost over. I think the season's almost over. It's if pretty. Not, I think it's either halfway or almost close. Um, I wish we would have got that from the beginning because I'm hearing really good things about that. I mean, um, we watched the first episode and loved it. Yeah, I love the first episode. If I could have just, if it wasn't buried in other shows, I could have kept up with it probably. Or on Cinemax. Um, <laughs> Cinemax, yeah, you know, a couple issues there, but uh, I don't know. Down the pipe. I mean, obviously we got Walking Dead. You got iRobot. Just finished up. Orange is the New Black. Um, just yeah. my recommendation, and I know everyone's getting beaten over the head with this for the past couple of weeks now. It just came out. Please, please, please watch Stranger Things. If you grew up in the 80s or 90s, and you loved E.T., anything Spielberg, really, Goonies, Lost Boys, that type of stuff, it is one of the best things I've seen in years. It is glorious. I binged the entire season Saturday. It's I, I couldn't put it down. The best cliffhangers, great actors. It's fantastic. Well, there you have it. That's awesome. That's awesome. We're gonna get a couple movies going on. We're gonna have a little bit of a roll. Well, I mean, we got uh, <sighs> Suicide give me a good Squad movie. coming out. Give me yeah. a good movie. <laughs> yeah, because I we went and saw that uh, the new Ghostbusters. Oh, I'm sorry, it was tough. This it was has tough. Been the you gave them money. Oh man, it was tough. Give me a good movie this year. Um, <laughs> entertaining or good? <laughs> it was the Revenant? Did that come out right before no, that Wars was in December? Yeah, it was right before Wars. That was last year. I'm I, telling you, it is thin. This has year. anyone this seen the new Born? I mean, we, we uh, had, no, it just came out, but I hadn't seen it yet. I mean, there was the new, there was the new uh, Captain America, but it wasn't fantastic. No. Star Trek. Yeah. Nah. Nah. Justin Lin. <laughs> but I mean, Way to torpedo a series, baby. <laughs> Literally. Torpedo. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> if y'all can think of any movies or TV shows that y'all want us to do, please email yeah, us, man. hit us up. We've we've got a couple of recommendations, and we're trying to explore a few. It's just uh, it's tough. It's so tough, but. I, I call. I think we'll just have to keep searching, keep uh, keep posting with our Facebook and Twitter. We we post stuff there all the time, and you know if you guys have recommendations or anything else, you could let us know. Uh, we'd love to get going on it. Um, and if you have a few minutes to say, hey, you enjoyed the season with us as a podcast, and you can go to iTunes or Stitcher and give us a, a positive review, we greatly appreciate it. Um, it's what thrives us and why we're keeping growing and expanding, and uh, we're up to four hosts now, and hope to continue to go from there. But uh, other than that, guys, we're going to call it a wrap on the season and uh, for Preacher. And uh, I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. We'll see you all for the next show.